Welcome to 5-Minute Real Estate Investing. Each day, we'll share one specific tip for active real estate investors or passive LPs in five minutes or less. Here's your host, Sean O'Dowd, Managing Director of Scholastic Capital. Good morning and happy January 24th, 2024. And we're going to talk about leverage today, specifically the use of debt and what is an appropriate amount of debt to use. Now, the short answer is the answer highly depends on who you're asking. If you go on a lot of online beginner real estate investment forums, you'll see a lot of people talk about the virtues of the FHA low down payment loans, which allow you to buy real estate with only a 3.5% down payment. That ends up being 96.5% LTV, meaning you are taking a loan on 96.5% of the value of the property. On the other end of the spectrum, you see people like the call them the Dave Ramseys of the world who say absolutely not, don't use any loan whatsoever, and they are therefore at a 0% loan to value because there's no debt, no loans. So the big question that comes out from this is, what is right? What is the appropriate amount of leverage to use? What balances the the benefits of leverage in real estate that allows you to buy more than what your money would seem to dictate, but also is doing so prudently at a way that doesn't hurt you, doesn't blow up, prevents your portfolio from going bust. And I think one of the best ways to answer this question is to look at the public REITs. These are the real estate investment trust REITs that buy and own a significant amount of assets. They're publicly traded, and then they distribute out dividends to their investors. If you look at REITs and where their LTV on their portfolio is, it's typically in the neighborhood of 30 to 60%. That means out of the entire amount of the portfolio, if it's a billion-dollar portfolio, they've got a billion dollars AUM, they typically have somewhere between 300 to 600 million worth of debt on that portfolio, the remainder being equity. Now, I think this is really important to see because REITs, just by the nature of their structure, are incentivized to make sure that they're distributing out distributions to their investors, but they're also incentivized to make sure that they don't go bust. And if the smartest real estate investors out in the world, the corporate investors who are spending, call it a disproportionate amount of their time evaluating risk, have all consistently landed on the 30 to 60% LTV spectrum, then I think that's fair to say that is the right balance to be striving for. And going well above that is inviting more risk than what the professional money manager would say is the right way to go. And going below that is maybe you're not taking advantage of the opportunities of leverage that you you could. But for us, for me, I think that is this is a rather telling metric and that 30 to 60% threshold from the REITs really is the the best benchmark to be going off of. And at least for us in my fund, that's how that's how we've always thought about leverage. It's a valuable tool, but it's not something you want to push. So 30 to 60% sounds like a good plan to me. And I hope this was helpful and all the best. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode. In the interim, if there's anything I can do to help you, please feel free to reach out. My area of expertise slash where I'm most able to help concentrates on residential real estate and strategy. I'm the managing director of Scholastic Capital, a real estate fund that buys single family homes in highly elite school districts and then rents those homes to tenants on three plus year leases. I began my career at Boston Consulting Group, also known as BCG, and graduated with honors from the Wharton School. 
there's anything I can do to help you, please feel free to reach out. And if not, I'll see you tomorrow.